Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Welcome to the Sunday edition of CNN 5 Things. I'm David Rind. The economy is a pretty nebulous phrase, right? It's often used as a stand-in for many different things, the stock market, wage growth, interest rates, and so on. All important markers, sure, but they can feel technical and distant. For many people, the economy is measured with a simple metric. How much does stuff cost? We do have breaking news. The government just released brand new numbers on inflation from October. They're big. And over the past few months, the answer to that question for many people has been a lot more than it used to. According to AAA, the national average for a gallon of gas now $3.42. Today, these grapes are four ninety nine. They usually run three ninety nine. That's high. I mean, we're paying more for energy. We're paying more to heat our homes. We're paying more for our housing. So let's spend five minutes with CNN's Matt Egan to find out why. He covers all things business for us. And Matt, we do need to get a little technical first. I want to talk about the I word, inflation. Just how bad is it? Well, you know, the latest inflation numbers were were bad. We knew they were going to be bad, but but this was a lot worse than we expected. Um, consumer prices uh, during the month of October, they were up by 6.2%. To give you some context, that was the most that we've seen in any uh, single month uh, since late 1990. Hmm. It, it was also, it was more than any major economist had forecasted. Like even the ones who were most concerned about inflation didn't think it would be, uh, this high. What have you noticed that's more expensive? Um, a lot of like the shoes, um, electronics, everything. That, like, the most concerning part about the, the latest inflation numbers are that prices are really going up across the board. It's, it's really everything. The gas is bad. <laughs> prices is really high. I mean, the biggest increases are obviously uh, stuff like gas prices, which are up something like 50% from a year ago. I'm spending at least $20, $30 extra than I should. I mean, TVs, smart speakers, um, some of that is related to supply chain and, and computer chips. Uh, food. Grocery prices went up. Gallon of milk was $1.99. Now it's two seventy nine. I mean, bacon, steak, eggs, um, all of these items have gotten um, significantly more expensive than a year ago. What about outside of holiday shopping? Um, have you noticed higher prices elsewhere in life? Yeah, uh, in everything. Uh, I, I, and you know, I've been talking to shoppers um, and everyday Americans about this, and and, and some of them are understandably uh, voicing some some frustration about all this. Right. I wanted to ask: Is this all pandemic related? Like, what's kind of driving this trend? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think the simplest way to think about it is that supply just cannot keep up with demand. It's so easy to take them for granted. The tiny silicon-based semiconductors that fuel our modern lives are- I think the best example is to look at um, what we've seen with computer chips, because there's this worldwide shortage of computer chips. Critical shortage of car chips that's been called Chipageddon. And that's a big deal because they go into, you know, anything that has an on off switch, uh, you know, anything from a smartphone to uh, an exercise machine to, a, you know, a coffee maker. According to Bloomberg News, Sony is making fewer PlayStations due to that chip shortage. The shortage of computer chips has actually been worsened by the Delta variant because there's been all these COVID outbreaks in Asia. And because there's not enough computer chips, car companies can't make all of the cars that they need to make. And that has lifted 
car prices. Uh, new car prices, by the way, in October, they were up by nearly 10% from a year ago. Uh, that is the most since 1975. And mm. it's um, it's obviously never a good sign when you're making comparisons with inflation of the 1970s. Sure. Especially with the gas. I know that's like such a important part of people's lives, just getting from point A to point B. So what can be done, if anything, to kind of ease um, some of these increases that people are seeing at the pump? Yeah, I mean, gas price is definitely a big one. The average price is now three forty-two nationally. Hmm. Uh, that's up from just two eleven a year ago, and and maybe that's not the best comparison because a year ago we're still dealing with a lot more of the COVID impact than, than today. But even two years ago, the national average was two sixty a gallon. Um, how much did you spend today? <laughs> Forty-seven dollars. And that is a big deal because you know people feel the price of gasoline. I mean, they, they feel it every time they fill up at the pump. People who live in a fixed income, they feel it the most. Right. I'm just doing my best to drive less. But also, we just sort of see the price of gasoline all the time, right? It's so visceral. We see right, it every it's right time. out my window every time I turn the corner. Ex- exactly, exactly. Uh, so there, there's been a lot of pressure on uh, President Biden around gas prices. Uh, it's obviously not helping his, his, his poll numbers. But, you know, it feels like there's a, a bit of a disconnect uh, when you think about the economy, because there's no doubt that the economy is in a better place than it was when COVID erupted. And on the good side, we're seeing the highest growth rate in decades, the fastest decrease in unemployment at this point ever since 1950. It's actually in a better place than anyone had hoped it would be at this point. Jobs are up, wages are up, values are up, and savings are up. But we're, we got problems too. Pessimism over inflation. A new CNN poll found more than a third of Americans call the economy the most pressing problem facing the country. 58% say President Biden hasn't paid enough attention to the nation's most important problems. But I do think that some of these poll numbers uh, do really emphasize how much prices matter. I mean, everyday Americans, when they see the price of meat going up, the price of milk, uh, obviously gasoline, when they see that, when the cost of living is going up, and when often their wages are not going up by enough to cover it, uh, that really hurts. If it continues, um, we're just going to have to get more creative um, and maybe pick up an extra job if we have to. And it does uh, make people more concerned about the economy. And that can actually have an impact on the economy itself because if, if people are not as confident, uh, then they, they may not spend as much and, and that can actually slow down the economy. So um, I think overall the economy is in a much better place than it was, uh, but inflation really masks some of those gains in the recovery. Interesting. So it's a kind of a vicious cycle that we can get into. Bottom line, how long do we expect this to last? Well, I think that there was a sense uh, for a while this year, uh, especially in the spring, uh, early summer, that this was just going to be a temporary issue, that you know prices were going to fall back to earth. But I think there's a growing realization that inflation um, is going to be a problem for longer. Mm-hmm. I think that to answer the question about how long inflation is going to be a problem, we really have to think about how long is COVID going to be an issue because you really can't totally unwind these impacts of inflation until you get to the underlying COVID issues. And within that is is the supply chain. I mean, all of these um, issues have combined 
to create this this supply chain uh, crisis, and and that is going to take some time to unwind as well. Okay, uh, Matt Egan, thanks so much for the reality check. Thanks for doing it. Next up, Infrastructure Week in this economy. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Here's what you should keep an eye on this week. Monday will be a big day at the White House. First, the rubber meets the road when it comes to the infrastructure bill. President Biden will sign the $1.2 trillion bill into law during a ceremony with lawmakers from both parties. Then Biden is scheduled to have a virtual summit with Chinese President Xi Jinping. Taiwan, trade, and human rights are among the many topics that will probably come up. And finally on Wednesday, we're going to see sentencing in the case of Jacob Chansley. He's best known as the QAnon shaman, the guy who was roaming around the Capitol shirtless and wearing horns on his head during the January 6th insurrection. He's been charged with entering a restricted building without lawful authority along with violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. This episode was produced by Paula Ortiz and me, David Rind. Our production manager is Matt Dempsey. Our senior producer is Mohamed Darwish. Our supervising producer is Greg Peppers. And the executive producer of CNN Audio is Megan Marcus. I'll be back next week, but remember, you can check in with the 5 Things team all week long, starting tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern time for all the latest headlines. Check us out on your smart speaker or follow CNN 5 Things wherever you get your podcast. Talk to you later.